0: Welcome back to the Blackass, the ones and zeros, all thing metal.
1: I'm Matt. And I'm Jeff.
0: And today we're going to be talking about uh, some newer bands for both of us, I think, right? Yep. Man, I took a drink of water just before we started recording and the voice instantly went harsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be doing Helpless
1: and Cat's Claw. Helpless, uh, their their album Caged in Gold and Cat's Claw. Their EP called Human Fission. We're gonna be we're gonna be starting off with Helpless Caged in Gold. Yes, which is the band that Matt found. Yeah, I found them from their old
0: CD. Not old, their CD before or their album before this. Debt. I liked them. I thought they were. It was nice. Like I think I was talking to you last week or the week before about how I wanted to find more grind slash noise. And I think this band kind of like fulfilled that need for the most part. They were kind of like grindy, a little noisy, but still kind of not too far out there in the realms of like just <clears throat> being straight noise. Um, part of the thing, I wish that I would have taken the notes last week because we took a week break. Uh, I, I wish I would have taken notes last week when I was feeling the grind chord, noise chord mood. Because when I sat down and tried to take notes this week, I was like, I'm sitting here. I was like, I like it, but I'm not into it. Mm. Like, I'm not just like, I don't feel like analyzing it. I don't. <laughs> I So I have notes, but it, it's very light and which, which stinks because when we, when I first found this band, I was like, oh man, I'm really into this right now. But I feel like for me, at least grind and noise is a mood that I get into every now and then. And once it's filled, it kind of, sits on the back burner until I'm ready to get back into it.
1: Yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm on the same page as you. Uh, I've got, I've got, you know, some kind of like, like timestamps here and there, but yeah, kind of, kind of sparse notes overall. Yeah. I, there were, there were, there were, I would say overall they're all right. I do hear some of that kind of chaos. I, I do hear some of that chaos grind core aspects of it that, that I think the, that mood, I think inspires, was inspired from wasn't it the acacia strain when we did that prior you said that you wanted to hear more oh noise. yeah yep. yeah yeah I, I would say overall i didn't dislike it but i i wouldn't say that i was really like looking forward to binging the whole thing uh every time i listened to it you know there were some moments that were that were really cool um i don't know about you but i felt that there was a there was a mixture of three bands that I know of. Okay. I I think they could, that could accurately nail it down. All right. At first it felt like it was a mixture of like Norma Jean and that band that we did Vatican. Do You remember that one? Oh yeah. Okay. Like late last year, I think. Yeah. And then there, and then upon more listening, it felt like there were some like under oath type of vibes to it. Some of the chords that they played, some of the, Okay. Kind of like the grooves that they had. Like I have some like timestamps and moments that I could point out. But, okay. Um, like not, you're talking not, old Norma Jean and old Under Oath. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because I think I listened to both new Under Oath and new Norma Jean and it's nothing
1: like it used to be. No. Yeah. I haven't heard, I haven't listened to new Under Oath since like that, 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 like that album that came out where they came back. Yeah. However many years ago that was, I I haven't listened to that one still, but I know it's going to be different.
0: I think part of it was, is I also, for me, I think I liked the previous album a little bit more because I listened to that and then I was like, oh, we usually do like their newest album. So let's just, let's do that one. When in hindsight, maybe I should have said, let's just do (laughs) that. And I was reading through Helpless's bio and by the sounds of it, Uh, there was one founding member who, uh, Dan Couch found himself as the sole founding member of helpless before bringing cage gold to life, fortifying their lineup with additions of Sam Walker on bass and vocals and Sam Trenchard on drums and vocals, the three piece full length Testation period was complicated, but a fruitful one. So I don't know if they, I should have done a little bit more research into them if they, if Dan, it was kind of like a solo thing, kind of like the Browning is, and he developed a, developed it by himself and then found two other people, uh, which made this album a little bit different.
1: Well, the way that it's worded, to me, that sounds like
0: Maybe they just, he just had a,
1: yeah, he just had a lineup change because I think that, you know, I think that might be a nice way of saying everybody else left or maybe got kicked out or.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. It's Simon Walker, not Sam Walker. I misread that.
1: they said that all three have like vocals, but I didn't really, I didn't really notice any different vocals. Did you? Not really.
0: So they must be all kind of, there's a couple spots where one, it might just be that like one person's better at doing like the low, low stuff. And then other person's better at doing the mids and their voices are similar enough to where it just kind of blends real nice.
1: It's kind of funny as I, as I was listening to it, it like, now that I'm, now that I'm going back to the grindy, like that, like reading it in their bio, I, I am hearing more grind, more grindy stuff. Yeah. Like it didn't like that, that, I like chaotic chaotic definitely came up in my mind when I was listening, but grindcore didn't really like that, that, that word didn't really come to me. But now that I'm kind of going back and, you know, as, as we're reviewing it right now, yeah, I do. I do see some, some elements of that. So that's, I think it's pretty accurate description, but, um, so were there, were there things that you, you did like about this one at all?
0: Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I get to it me
1: personally I, I love I love the drums yeah and and I, I think I've I, I I know I've mentioned over the <clears throat> over the kind of series of the podcast that you know do starting starting to do the podcast um I've learned to appreciate drums more mm-hmm. um especially listening to like the you know the math chord um, and like even like math rock type of genres how important drums are yeah. And, and I never really paid attention to drums as much, uh, you know, prior to that. But I think these guys have a really solid understanding of how to, how to match a drum pattern with what's all like the rest of the chaos that's going on. It doesn't just sound like, you know, hitting drums just to hit them just to be chaotic. But, you know, the way that they write them is very like complementary to the rest of the, uh, to the rest of the music. Mm -hmm.
0: uh yeah this was for me a uh it's funny because i like the the last four songs of the album the best uh so i guess we can and this is my really short notes that i have on it so starting off Mm -hmm. with focus group extraction uh my music's a little too loud. I can't concentrate. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh so at one fifteen, I really like the riff that they put together there. Da-da-da, 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 da-da-da. I found it really it's almost like in this part the well, and then at like one thirty it gets a little chaotic in the in the guitar in the guitars, but for me it, it almost sounds like the drums are carrying that chaos and the guitars kind of trying to keep it all pulled together with like the, that riff
1: and then like kind of switches. And then, yeah, uh, I have that same timestamp. That's okay. that spot. Okay. I love that.
0: Yeah. And then uh carrying on to two Oh four, I think it just, I like the, the riff there as well. Just a little bit more chaotic and it's chaotic in like a composed way. It doesn't sound like, like, okay, so, and, and I might just be like describing like what noise is, but it, it sounds noisy, but in a pleasant way, if that makes any sense. Like, I don't know how it's, mm-hmm. how it's to describe it, where it's like, yeah, it's, just, it's almost like they're throwing the kitchen sink at you. It's not uncomfortable. It's not uncomfortable. It kind of put, it puts you on edge just enough to like, like, prick your, perk your ears up a little bit, but doesn't, it's not like nails on a chalkboard noise. I I don't know how else else to to describe it. And I feel like I'm just describing like what noise metal is by saying (laughs) it's, it's like, it's just chaos and like noise just thrown at you. But like in a good way.
1: (laughs) Well, I think they, I think what's different about these guys, if you have like noisy bands, I think a lot of, well, from my, from my perspective, noisy bands might use a lot of, weird effects and kind of make their guitar sound all weird and, you know, yeah. like hype, like maybe some frequencies poke out at you and you're just waiting for that resolve like that, that kind of, you know, back to normal. Yeah. Whereas these guys, like, like I said a minute ago, it doesn't, it doesn't make you uncomfortable. Like you're waiting for the, for that moment to resolve. It just feels, it feels very like, just kind of feels kind of natural, you know? Yeah. Without being over without being overly forced. Cause some I know I've come across some like noise bands where it's just like just seems like it's weird for the sake of being weird rather than serving the purpose of what it is, whatever it is that they're trying to accomplish.
0: Yeah, okay. That's a good I think a good explanation.
1: Like uh
0: watching like a horror movie where there something like disgusting happens, but it like serves no purpose to the plot. They're just doing it for the effect. Exactly. They're like, oh, it's a horror movie, so I can put this in there. And it's like, that That served no purpose. Why are you doing that? It just seemed like you wanted to, like, fulfill some weird fantasy. Whereas this is, like, proper, I I, I guess you could say, like, proper horror movie words. It's like, it's giving you that reaction of being uncomfortable, but it all fits inside the plot. Yeah, like, I, like, I like that. It fits okay. inside the plot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. We got there. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to like describe what noise is cuz it, you know, it is noisy. It's it's a lot being thrown at you. It's like why is it pleasant to listen to? Because and I guess I guess I feel like it's a pretty good analogy.
1: Yeah, I think I think it I I think it might just relate back to that that resolving the mm-hmm. the the like the chord, like you're waiting for like a chord to happen whereas like the you know the chaos and the noise there's really no, mo there, there's no moment. <sighs> yeah, you're right. It is hard to <laughs> right without just like describing what it is without, ju- yeah, without, without just like playing it for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll just leave it at s- some bands. You're waiting for a moment for it to like be, let's say be over, but not in a bad way. You're kind of, you know, you're expecting yeah. that next section to hit. Whereas these guys, you know, they do that without, without making it uh, feel forced.
0: So yeah. All right. Uh, so that was my first one. The second would be Unseen Servant. At uh, 35 seconds, I just said, it's pretty riffy. And I think what I meant by that is it seemed like organized. Like it's just
1: riffy. So I like this, it. So this is the organized chaos part. Yeah. I would, yeah. <laughs> Chaotic band, but now we've got some organization.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I also really liked the ending. I didn't put... A timestamp. I just said the ending. So I'm trying to figure out where that's at. 125-ish. Because that kind of holds. Like 120. It yeah. hold, holds the note out. Yeah. I think it was like 120 around there. I just like how it like switched up, started holding some stuff out and letting it really just kind of linger. The next one,
1: smack. Simulacrum. Thank you. I Whenever this one starts... I always think that it's an instrumental song. Yeah. Because it takes a while for the vocals to come okay, in. Okay.
0: So here's so you said they remind you of three bands. This one reminded me of a band that you didn't mention. The okay. the beginning of this song, does it sound a little bit like ginger or something that ginger would write? Yeah, it does. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, I like this. This is like kind of comforting. It's that, I'm. Just, what are we considered? Cafe metal. Is that what
1: we considered? I think you, yeah. You, well, you call, I think you called it coffee shop metal. Coffee shop metal. Yeah. Some, something like that. That's,
0: this is kind of that feeling. I know it doesn't stay very long, but this, this intro is kind of coffee shop metal to me where I could just kind of sip coffee and it's a little jazz. It's like heavy jazz.
1: Jazz with distortion. I like it. And then I'm it goes, I did it
0: goes a little crazy, but it's all good. I'm,
1: I'm surprised I didn't pick up on, on that because when we did the ginger album, yeah, that was one of the things I liked the most about it was that like type, you know, that intro uh, on this song, mm-hmm. but the, the whole band, it kind of did that throughout the whole album where they're like arpeggiating those like chords and stuff. Yeah, they're not just like using like power chords, right? They're not just being like breakdown heavy. It's like they're putting a little bit of kind of flavor mm-hmm. on their chords. You like a lot of open notes. Like I love open note chords in heavier stuff. Yeah, like that. Yeah, got me thinking. <laughs>
0: and then the last one, uh, the Great Silence. Uh, I I like the whole this. I think for me, the Great Silence. I think was the best overall composed song on the album. I enjoyed it from beginning to end. as as one big compilation. With that being said, with that, with me enjoying all of it, that I only have one spot to like mention. Is at one thirty. I just thought they had a really cool riff at one thirty.
1: Is it the most normal sounding song? It it might be. So one thirty, that like da da da. Yeah, just da-da. like that back and that call and response almost. Yeah. And you know, it's, you know, what's interesting about that is that like, I, I, you know, I mentioned the drums earlier, like the guitars are really kind of playing the same thing, but then the, the drums in the background change the groove of, of how you perceive that riff. Yeah. Right. Like they're like, Duh-duh. like so they'll, they'll do like a stop, start, like dead, dead, da, But then the guitar will continue doing that. And then like the snare might be hitting on the, on like the, the offbeat or something, the offbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's pretty much all I have for
1: helpless. I have a I had a couple uh favorites. One of them was focus group extraction, basically for the reasons we talk already talked about. Yeah. That that one spot at like one fifteen that you mentioned, but I also just really like the intro. I, I like that the groove, the riff there. Yeah, that's a good groove. I, I, I starred Wraiths of Memory, um, but I don't really have like timestamps for it. There was just kind of that there's that this this like octave part. It's really it's really quick. It's not like so if you start at like 19 seconds or no, sorry, go to like 35. Now it might not be obvious to maybe people who don't play guitar, but like they're playing an octave chord on the, on like on the lowest string, whatever oh, okay. string they're playing on. Yeah, You know, like the kind like that. Um, So that, that, that part kind of was the kind of those little moments there were the parts that really kind of stuck with me when I was not listening to the album. So just like little moments like that. And then I put, and then number four was my last one of the three. Um, Another sunlight 105 chords. And then this one I think sounded kind of like under oathy. So let's see. 105. Just kind of like that eerie, eerie chords with that effect on there. Mm -hmm. The open, the open notes. Does that kind of sound under oathy to you at that section? how like under oath does those like kind of open chords.
0: Okay, I could see that. I was gonna say like the vocals of that part, or when the vocals come in, it almost is like, Chariot or Norma Jean at that point.
1: Not uh, a bad thing at all. No,
0: no, no, not not a bad thing. Just trying to like think about it.
1: I have one. I'm I'm checking one of my notes. Oh, okay. Eh, no, I won't say that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was. I don't think I was correct. What whatever I wrote. That's pretty much all I've got. All my notes. I would say like, overall. They have an interesting sound, you know, they're hard hitting, they're chaotic to the point of being, uh, you know, listenable, not, not, not overwhelming. Maybe if you're interested in hearing about like, like maybe getting an introduction to maybe like chaotic music, these guys might be like a cool, like gateway to like some of the more extreme stuff. But if I had to say whether I would recommend it, probably not. I don't know. I'd have to go, I'd have to go back to their previous album. Like you said, like you liked debt more. I I haven't heard that one, so I don't know. But based, based on this one, you know, since we're going off our new, like rating, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down, do you (laughs) recommend it or not? I, I, I don't think I can, I don't think I can recommend this one.
0: I would kind of almost agree with you. I would, I would recommend their older album. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And this is, I think a good gateway like you said, a good gateway into like getting into kind of more grindy, a little bit more noise. But for me, while I did, I feel like I'm going back on what I said. Cause I, I liked the album in, in whole. It just, it never really like clicked. Never. It, maybe it, it was like it just, just listening
1: to it for the first time is like something new and exciting. But then when you really had to analyze it, maybe it didn't have that same.
0: Yeah, I like Um, I like I said, I think I enjoyed the last four songs the most and I would pick those four out and play those ones still, I think, regularly. But the other ones I could kind of eh, kind of leave. But I think it's I think I think it's a good gateway for people who want to try something a little bit chaotic that isn't just crazy for being crazy, you know. And I think that this was the first album that they all kind of wrote together. So maybe the the next album, they'll have a little bit... I'm not saying they weren't cohesive. But maybe they were still trying to, like, hammer out writing styles. Because like you said, they did a good job at not leaving you just, like, hanging. Like, they gave you that sense of relief, almost, I guess. To where they well-composed and they didn't just kind of leave you on edge the whole time and they returned you back to some sense of like normal normalcy yeah for for this album if you're in the genre of this already i would say just the last four for me and so i i I don't know i can't really it it hurts to say but i (laughs) i can't really recommend this i would go recommend their other album that one was awesome uh this one just kind of didn't didn't do it for me all the way,
1: I guess. Alrighty. All right. We're on the same same page yeah. on that on that one. So cat's claw, EP, uh human fission. I really, really like this one. Yeah. Everything from the the like the heaviness of the guitar, how like low it tuned it is, sometimes it felt muddy in a good way where they're just, they just want the low end to like resonate. Okay. Throughout. Can I stop you there? Okay. Just because you, you mentioned
0: it. So I, I want to say my analogy. Okay. (laughs) In one of the songs I put it's, it's swampy, but as if you're in an airboat and not trudging through the swamp. Like it's it's swampy, but you're not trudging through it. Like you're on top of the swamp. Like you're in the swamp, but you don't have to touch it.
1: Well, it's not dragging you down. It's
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I was like, it's it's. I was like, oh man, this is like real mucky, but I don't feel like I'm just like trudging through the muck. Like with some of the other bands that we've we've talked about, we're like, oh, that's real sludgy, and oh yeah, you're just like, oh, this is like. Ooh, that's sludgy. Look at that crocodile.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like I paid for a nine string guitar. I'm going to use all nine strings. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Everything. I mean, everything, uh, everything about this EP just kind of makes me feel good. I think one of the, I think one of the things that was most recognizable about it that, that I really latched onto was just to, just to quickly mention that my favorite song was Malfeasance. and because, because it reminded me so much of that reflections EP that we did, uh, silhouette, it was like a three track EP that reflections did. And it's like a very, very different sound that, that EP was a very different sound for them, but you know, they did a lot of like bendy notes and, you know, being kind of low end and, and sludgy just, just like to, you know, like, like I mentioned a second ago, just to let that low end just, you know, do its thing like Malfeasance is a good example of it. It just brought me, it, it brought me like a good amount of a nostalgia, but also putting like a t- twist and a spin on, on that sound. Cause I don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't know of any other bands that, that write songs like that and Reflections, their EP. It was, is this, this might sound weird for me to say it, but it was really good, but there weren't a lot of identifiable moments in that EP, they were just kind of like, I don't know how they wrote it, but it just felt felt like they were doing just a lot of open, like the lowest note on the guitar, open, you know, like just yeah. it it didn't seem like there was like a regular structure, but it wasn't chaotic. And it was just very, it was just very interesting. And uh, yeah, Malfeasance was the one that kind of like brought me back to that and uh, you know, I loved it. Now this EP has some like, you know, kind of a little bit of everything. If you're, if you're looking for like, there's like some singing in there, there's some mm-hmm. sludginess, there's some, you know, the production's really awesome. Just kind of, you know, gave me that, uh, what is it? Dopamine? Yeah. Hit. The, dopamine hit. <laughs> <laughs> the dopamine hit. Yeah. Whenever I turned it on. So it was uh, very, uh, very enjoyable for me. Yeah. Sweet. I think I listened to this one the most. Uh, my favorite was "Human Fission." Fifteen seconds stank. <laughs>
0: that's, on that yep, that's what I got. Fifteen seconds. I oh. like. I like how he. So I'm assuming you're talking about like the instrumental part of it at fifteen seconds. Yep. Okay. At fifteen seconds, or maybe shortly after, I like how he says "human fission" for the first time. So, like, start at maybe like thirteen seconds. Oh,
1: okay, yeah. Like
0: yeah. that first time he. He says it and it's probably because like you're saying, it's such like you're getting the stank face from like the, the instrumental part of it. And he's hitting all those syllables at the appropriate time inside that riff. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just those two words are just packing like a huge amount of punch behind it.
1: I like makes it. you want to turn the volume Up. way
0: too loud. <laughs> yeah. And then another, like, just, I don't, I don't have many notes on this, but, uh, in this song, even though it was my favorite at one 30, I liked how it's, it goes from like soft to heavy where they just give you like a nice breath of air. Cause this whole song kind of just hits hard. And so giving, giving you that like 10 seconds just to kind of like breathe and recompose yourself and then just coming right back in with the, just this choppy guitar, just that are just hammering you. One thing I... Okay, so so when I started listening to this band, I felt like the lyrics were just really simple. And just me being like a lyrics person, I was like, oh man, I'm not really feeling this. The lyrics are just kind of, they're not hitting right. And then I... Like this track two came up, Dementia. And I listen to the lyrics and then I like remembered the name of the song and I was just like I get it like it's it's not flashy lyrics but the lyrics are telling an awesome story to the song name like it's it like fits the theme and it doesn't have to be flashy and it just it's not super like deep symbolically but it, it it fits just this like theme each lyric fits nice and neat within the song compared to trying to be like over I don't know like flamboyant with the with the, like the lyrical structure and whatnot they're just like nope we're gonna we're gonna tell you a story and it's gonna be straightforward to the point but it's gonna be good because I, I just remember just like listening to Malfeasance, And I was like, ah, I'm not really like feeling the lyrics all that much. And then I was listening to like dementia and I'm like, yeah, these, these like lyrics aren't really that like, Ooh, you know? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like the two minute marker, he says, I'm not afraid to die. I'm afraid of losing my mind. And then I looked at the name of the song and I was like, wait a second. So then I scrolled back up to the top of the lyrics And, you know, he starts off crippling disease with no release, fading faster and faster. I was like, that's like, everything feels like past tense and it's relentless. I was like, that's, that's dementia. Just like artistically spoken. Right. Mm -hmm. And synapses collapse, no impulse past. You're never going back. What's gone is gone. And so like, just It's pretty, it's just, it's very straightforward, but it fits, like, you know what he's talking about and it fits. And so I just kind of like, from there, I kind of like fell in love with the lyrics. I was like, man, like it's just simple. I love it, straight to the point. And and like the way he says things, it fits so nicely into the the riffs and guitars and all that stuff.
1: And since we're on dementia, I think that the, the song structure really reflects like if you, if you could put the word dementia and everything that goes along with dementia, just in real life, the illness and put it into an audible form, there's nothing that really repeats on this song. And it kind of just changes from like section to section. And that just kind of made me think of dementia being like, Oh, I don't really, you know, I don't remember things. I don't really know. There's, yeah. there's like no consistency. I don't really, you know, know where I am. So like, it like the the song just kept like pushing forward. It and it, I, progression I, I, and not looking back sort of thing. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. So I thought that was like a good like representation of the word itself, the way that they structured that song.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I didn't didn't notice that.
1: And since we're here still
0: at 25 seconds, I really like the the chugs that they do. I guess it's. Yeah, I think it starts at 25, but like 30 is when it kind of, it's a dun, 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 like the, almost another call and response type chug mm-hmm. or some like Paul Mutey stuff. Just kind of real simplistic, just dun, dun, I, I liked it. It drove that part of the song. Did you have anything else on Malfeasance? I know you said that was your favorite. I had a couple notes
1: on that one too. Just like timestamps. There was kind of like subtle singing in there, which was cool. I, I kind of liked. I think I liked. Would have preferred maybe the whole band just have no singing, but you know, there there was some. The singing was was uh was all right. Um, I, my favorite section was between one thirty three and two twenty seven. That's funny. I have <laughs> I have one thirty, as a
0: timestamp saying I didn't know how to classify it. I felt it was a really interesting, and I put like bridge slash breakdown. Like it wasn't. Super breakdowny, but it wasn't quite like a bridge. It was like a combination of a bridge and a breakdown.
1: This this section right here, like I think what you just said was basically that reflections EP. So like the whole EP okay. was like this. Yeah. Like it's 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 hard to have like an identifying event. Be like, okay, yeah, that's that's the breakdown. That's normal sounding. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas this one, it was just I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to. I don't know how quite else to word it other than to have people just listen to it yeah, <laughs> on some really good headphones.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's, it's like a bridge, but it's also like a breakdown <laughs> mm-hmm. for like a minute for like a full minute.
0: Yeah. And I also at two forty five, I like how he says, he says like sleep. So he says growing weak from attrition. And then he, he'll go, he just says sleep. And then there's a, like a pause and it's like walking through life. And I just, I love that pause. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just, yeah. Very and, like
1: ag- aggressive.
0: Yeah. It, that part always stuck out to me. It's like, I'd always be like, Ooh, that's so good. It's like breaking like up can,
1: the word. I can picture him just laying into the microphone when he was recording it, like using his whole body to say yeah. it. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 basically what I've, I've got for malfeasance. Okay.
0: And then my last one that I have notes on is passenger. I, I don't know if I'm going to use the right technical language, but at 40 seconds, I, I I felt like there's really interesting trilling. I don't know if that's the right... Like that... Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, yeah that's, you know, trilling, vibrato picking. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that was really cool. And then...
0: It, so this, this is, for me, at 140 is where... That swampy, I guess the big the best example of that swampiness, but you're not like trudging through it; you're just kind of floating on top of it. Oh
1: yeah, there's just
0: it, it's something either the way they're like bending the the strings a little bit or whatever
1: they're like bending it with a palm
0: mute. Yeah, and it, it gives it like a like it doesn't it it's it's heavy but like almost like bubbly. Like it lifts you up a little bit. Like it's just, it's soft. It's swampy and soft. And like, so it just feels like you're floating on top of the surface of the swamp. It's awesome.
1: Really interesting sound. What I like about that section too, is that they've got like an atmospheric thing going on in the background, almost like yeah. wind or something. It's not like pitched, but it's like, just like a, like a sound, a sound, sound effect sounds. I know that's not the right word, but kind of like like a breeze breezy wind or something happening in the back
0: yeah like chimes almost but then they just like are holding out on a keyboard like real subtly mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh that's all i have for cat's claw though
1: yeah that's all that's that's pretty much all i've got okay as well overall i just really like i, I think that's a great start to to yeah uh their career really looking forward to more. And I hope, hopefully they can expand on that, on this type of sound yeah. to kind of keep expand, meaning, I don't know, that might be the, the opposite, like expand on, but doing it more of the same, mm-hmm. you know, like, like kind of really digging into that, 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 that sound that they've got going on here. I think, I think they're nailing a uniqueness that doesn't, that's hard to find. Yeah you know, without being overly flashy and overly technical, you can still sound unique without having to be shredding guitar solos all the time, you know? Um, so mm-hmm. I think they're in the right direction. So I, I would, uh, give it two thumbs up for people to listen to this one.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where they're from because their bio doesn't really say much, but yeah, ev- everything that you <laughs> doesn't
1: say much. There's literally nothing on yeah. there.
0: <laughs> uh, like, like you said, I, I really like what they, what they've done, I would definitely recommend it. It's not too, I would say extreme for people like just getting into this genre, but also it kind of, it pushes the limits without going too far. Um, Yeah, I would definitely recommend it. This is an awesome,
1: awesome album. Alrighty. All right. We'll leave it at that. So thanks for listening, guys, and we'll catch you on the next episode. See ya. <laughs>
0: <That took> me- <laughs> I